Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Outnumber the Podcast. We are on episode 51, and today we are talking about the myth of balance and motherhood and all the things we have on our plates. But first, we would like to ask you a little favor. All of you know that we love every single review that we get, so keep them coming, please. We love hearing from each of you. And we'd also like to ask, as this year closes up, for recommendations on what you'd like to hear in 2020 from us. We have so many ideas, we can hardly narrow them down every week on what we want to talk to you about, but most of all, we want to give you advice and information that you are looking for. So if you have a specific struggle or challenge or a thought that you'd like us to explore in 2020, please email it to us at outnumberthepodcast at gmail.com and we will do our best to address it. Hello, and welcome to Outnumber the Podcast. I'm Bonnie. And I'm Audrey. And we're homeschooling moms to a combined total of 18 children. We know firsthand that motherhood is full of crazy chaos and overwhelming obligations, but it should also be full of love and laughter. Regardless of where you are on your journey, come join us as we work together to find joy in the chaos of motherhood. Welcome back, guys. We are excited about today's topic. We are going to be talking about balance in motherhood or parenthood, um, but specifically the myth of balance, because that word is kind of a buzzword. We hear it a lot. Uh, so we're going to dive deep a little bit and talk about our thoughts on this. Um, but first, I wanted to share a little mom hack I have for you guys. One of my sisters-in-law gives fun little gifts every Christmas, and one year she gave us um, just these fun little kitchen gadgets that she had. And one was a plastic scraper. Do you have a plastic scraper, Audrey? Plastic, like rigid? Yes. I think so. So it's like this small, this little square. Like I've seen them for like after you put dough on your counter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I have one of those. Yeah. 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 So so she uses hers for everything, like for cleaning the bar stools, for like all these different things. And I was like, how come I never thought of that? So now every time I wipe my table, every time I wipe my counter, I get this thing out and it is revolutionary. Again, maybe maybe I'm the last person on the planet to use this, but it is so helpful for getting every bit of gunk or grime off that your kids leave anywhere. So I'm going to put a link to that because it's like my favorite, my favorite under $5 gift. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. I have a question for you. We're supposed to clean yeah. our bar stools? <laughs> I, know, so I will go to so i've been refinishing my table so i've been sitting at the bar with the kids and it's so gross i can't even handle it oh, i'm not sitting there yeah yeah what, what did you do <laughs> i'm not even going to say what i found on the underside of my bar the other day <laughs> i think i know <laughs> so gross Okay, so we're going to start off this episode by sharing three thoughts about where we think this desire for quote-unquote balance comes from. So it's a really popular word right now on the internet, um, and we just have a few thoughts about why it's so popular. So my first thought is that we honestly have more time and freedom now than we ever had. Now, people might not always agree with me because we feel busier than we've ever been, right? Like running around here and there and, and everybody wants to wear their busyness like a like a badge of honor, right? Yeah. But in reality, think about your ancestors 150 years ago. How much free yeah. time did they have? Yeah, exactly. My, <laughs> my kids were reading this um, something uh, or memorizing a little poem and it was something about, you know, Friday's laundry day and um, then or Monday was laundry day and Tuesday was ironing. And they're like, mom, why would you spend all day doing laundry or ironing? I'm like, no, no, you guys. Yeah, yeah they did. Really. Yeah. It took all day. Yeah. And they had two outfits a piece. <laughs> yeah. Like the 
only reason my laundry takes all day is because I have nine children. They each have 37 outfits. It's ridiculous, <laughs> right? Yeah. So because of all these modern conveniences, life really is easier. Um, and we do have more free time. Now, many of us have chosen to fill it with maybe working a full-time job or maybe um, homeschooling kids or maybe all these other things um, to make our lives better, maybe uh, a hobby or a book club or something like that. But in reality, the basic necessities of life do not take nearly as long as they used to. So with this freedom, now we have to ask ourselves, oh, we're spending our time and our energy in the right places, right? Exactly. So yes, number two, um, we think we have to be balanced in all things because we have unrealistic ideas and goals of what we're supposed to be doing and how we're supposed to be doing all these things at one time and be balanced in all of them. We get this a lot from social media and seeing what other people are doing, listening to other moms, you know, at gatherings and like, oh man, I must be a terrible mom if I'm not, you know, doing that too. And anyway, there's lots of places and ways we get unrealistic ideals and goals for ourselves. But when we can kind of debunk the myth that we need to be doing all the things, then that also helps us see that we don't have to have balance in all the things because we don't have to be doing all the things. Does that make sense? Yes, totally. I was just talking to a girlfriend of mine who is in a really tough stage of life, that early mom stage where she has two little babies and a husband who travels and all these things. And so she was kind of venting to me about all the things that she wasn't getting done. And I just flipped it right back around. And I said, girlfriend, you've got a husband out of town, two little babies. You're doing these house projects. You're baking cookies for this Christmas thing. You're doing, you know, all the things that I could see. Mm -hmm. And yet in her mind, she was still failing at the things that she wasn't doing. And why do we do that to ourselves? Yeah. <laughs> um, did you keep your kids alive today? Boom. Success. <laughs> right. And then the third thought is that we um, expect all our all areas of our lives to get equal amount of time and effort. And I think that's really a fallacy. And maybe maybe technically we don't think that, but uh, we still hold ourselves to that kind of a standard. So for example, um, if we're, let's say you're a working mom and you work outside of the home for 40 hours a week, and then you don't spend that much time with your kids while they're awake, you think that's making you a bad mom. So our every area of our life will not get equal amounts of time and effort. And that's just something we need to wrap our minds around. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Um, we We actually can't be doing all the things, be balanced, balanced in air quotes all the time in all areas, because then we're really masters of none. If we're trying to be doing all the things at one time, uh, we can't be balanced. We can't be masters or really good at any of them because we're, we're fail basically we're failing a little bit at all of them when we're trying to focus on everything at the same time. So we each have three solutions for changing our focus um, to intentional living instead of focusing on the impossible idea of balance. So we're going to do an episode um, upcoming this year we on the thought of daily intention. And Bonnie and I are going to lay out for you how we daily um, do everything that we do and do it in an intentional way. But this episode is kind of like an overview of how how to get that the, your head wrapped around the idea of balance. Great point. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. So my first tip is to change your focus. Sometimes when we say the word balance, we think of our entire life as a scale, right? Well, I'm a little heavy in this area, so that means I need to put more effort into this area. But that's not how life works. We have priorities. Um, we have things that we want to be spending more time and effort in. I'll talk a little bit more about this in a minute. But our lives are not a scale. That's just simplifying things too much. So just get rid of that idea of balance. Things aren't going to look 
balanced. Right. So you're saying we're unbalanced. Yeah, we are unbalanced and we and we should be. Yeah, we should be. No, maybe not mentally. Don't be mentally unbalanced. That's bad. <laughs> that is a great first tip. And my first tip is very similar to that. My first tip is to stay grounded. So instead of um seeing life like like a balance, that's that's like a seesaw where you're either up on one end or you're up on the other or maybe you can kind of try to keep your balance in the middle. But think of life more like a merry-go-round where you are, if you are grounded, you are right in the center of the merry-go-round and you're in no danger of being tossed off the sides. So what, what does grounding look like? For me, for me, it looks like having a strong spiritual connection um, to God first and then to my husband and to my family. Like those are the things that ground me. And when I, those connections become weaker, then it's like I'm out toward the edge of the merry-go-round. I'm getting kind of thrown this way and thrown that way with everything that comes. Yeah, that's a great point. And you you think about if you are in the middle of something that's spinning, even even when things are going fast and getting kind of crazy, you don't get sick to your stomach. <laughs> you're still in the middle <laughs> and you're able to kind of oversee everything around you. And sometimes that's what our lives feel like, just like things are getting thrown at us one one thing after another. And if we're in the center, we're able to say, that's not a priority. We're not going to catch that one. <laughs> that's going to, you know, but we are going to focus our efforts here or here instead of being on the fringe and, and throwing up. <laughs> you sick to your stomach. That's all I think about. <laughs> Which I always did on the merry-go-round. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Okay, so so my first tip was changing focus. And now my second tip is is going to talk about how we change that focus. So we need to create, prior, create our priorities and decide how much effort each priority needs. So I have decided that my priorities are in order of importance. One, God. Two, family. Three, work. And then everything else after that. So if a friend wants to spend all afternoon with me, that would be really fun, but have my obligations for God, my family, and my work been completed already. If if not, then that can't happen. I can't have that fun afternoon with my friend, right? Um, again, not saying that you always have to have your work done to have fun, but sometimes we allow those fringe things, or, or think about it this way. What if a friend asks you for a favor, right? And you really want to help her but you haven't fulfilled your obligations for those other things that are your priorities. So I, I like to think of my time just kind of like, like a pie, right? Or a pie chart. If you have, if the whole pie is a hundred percent of your time, then your priority should not be divided equally, really, right? Is there anything in your life that you're spending equal amount of time and effort on? Maybe each of your children, <laughs> but like your family's probably going to take up a much bigger, bigger section of your chart, right? Cause you're a stay at home mom doing all these things for them. Um, for us, we have a big chunk taken out for work, um, a chunk taken out for spiritual aspects and then a little bit for everything else that comes. But it's just, if you can keep bringing yourself back to that, you think, okay, where is this on my chart? Where is this in my, my priorities? Am I giving it too big a piece of the pie? Yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. Um, and, oh, I was going to say too, that if you think, you need to give equal time to each of your children. For example, go listen to our really cool episode on one-on-one -on -one time with kids. That'll be yeah, a mind. That will help debunk that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. My second tip is flexibility on a daily basis, but discipline on a weekly basis. So on a daily basis, I have to be flexible. I am not going to be able to accomplish everything in all the categories of my life on a daily basis because some days... Um, you know, maybe I have a sick kid and so I'm going to have to spend, saturate a lot of my time that day in kid time 
because, you know, I've got a sick kid and maybe I don't even get to something else on the list because, you know, my, my kid took priority. So be flexible on a daily basis, not not let myself get all stressed out that ah, I didn't do anything on my, you know, XYZ project today and I'm just going <laughs> to, but then discipline on a weekly basis. Um, so that for me, that means every week I have to kind of touch all areas or check in um, and, and make sure that there's something, something progress happening on, on that, that goal or that area that week and just, just check in with it and see see where I am. Even if, even if all I do that week is say, oh yeah, okay, nothing done in this area, but this is still a priority to me this week. It was just that other things took so much time. So for me, flexibility on a daily basis and discipline on a weekly basis. Yeah, you nailed it. I'm so glad you said that because that is how I view um, the balance of my life, if we're, we're going to use that word, right? Yeah. Is that very often Monday through Wednesday is a, is a train wreck and my kids need everything from me and my house is falling apart and I'm doing everything I can to just keep all the balls up in the air. And then Thursday I realized, oh, you know what? I'm behind on some work projects. I really wanted to get this done. And it's time to have some TV time, kids, or whatever it takes to to get that time for my other priorities. And that reminds me of um, how you make sure that a toddler is being fed nutritious foods. You don't look at their daily diet. You look at their weekly diet because <laughs> there might be some days where all they eat is plain noodles, you know, but sometime in that week, they're going to get some vegetables and I think they're going to survive. <laughs> <laughs> That's been my toddler this week. She's been like eating nothing except, oh, yeah, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> She'll get hungry someday. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay. So my third tip is to remember that there are times and seasons for all things. And this is such a good tip for any mom, especially with young kids. Sometimes we can get sidetracked into thinking that our life will always look exactly the way it does today, right now, which is drowning in diapers or whatever else, you know. And um, once you start seeing, getting the perspective of how kids grow up, that it's really quite quickly and that in just a few short years, things change really, really rapidly, then all of a sudden you're a little bit more at peace um, to saying no to the things that don't fit that season, right? So it was really hard for me to say no when all my kids were little to uh, projects that I wanted to do because I just thought, well, that's not fair. This is my life. And it is. But that was the season I needed to dedicate almost exclusively to my little babies. And now that my kids are getting bigger, I still have babies, but I'm realizing it's a different season and I can put a little bit more or different things on my plate than I could in the past. Yes, that is so true. I was thinking about that the other day because I was nursing my baby and I was just staring at him instead of, you know, trying to work on the computer or something. And I was thinking, now, how many more times am I going to be nursing a ba nursing this baby, you know, like month-wise? Like in five years, probably I'm not going to be nursing babies anymore. So like, you know, just thinking about enjoying the moments that I'm in because they're going to be gone. Yes, that has really helped me as well. And it took me many years to gain that sort of perspective, but I'm really grateful for it. My dilemma lately has been, um, in this season of life, has been in wanting to do more service outside of my family. So I was talking to a friend about this, saying, sometimes I just want to go to a soup kitchen or do some, you know, do these big service project things that can impact the world. And yet it's really difficult with a bunch of little kids. 
and just finding the time and the effort and then figuring out what to do with them and they can't come or, you know, that sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, and my friend was like, you are doing, doing service all day long for your family. And I'm like, yeah, but that doesn't count. <laughs> well, of course it counts. But in my mind, I wanted to, you know, I just wanted to give back to the community and it's just a hard time of life. But that's not always going to be the case. Sure, it might be the case for you and I for a lot longer than some people because we keep having kids, <laughs> but it's not going to be the case forever. But you're right. The... um. It, that has that's both a pro and a con, right? You're not going to nurse that baby forever. You're not going to be able to cuddle them forever. And I, here's my side note. I hated when people told me that when all my kids were little because I just thought, all right, fine. You have a couple of days of sitting here with them and tell me to just be cuddling with them and enjoying them all the time. They drive me crazy, you know, or yeah. I'm so stressed out or I'm so tired. Th- that's not intended to invoke any sort of guilt for moms that are overwhelmed by little babies. It is so hard. But when we're tempted to wish those days away, they will go away, you know, and all too soon. And so we need to do everything we can to to enjoy that season. And my third tip is to stay true to your own vision. So what are your big dreams and goals and values? Put those on your plate and get everything else off. It doesn't matter if other people are doing it. It's not part of your vision. It's not part of your dream or your goal. Then just let it go. <laughs> That's not... That's not uh, that's not in the cards for you, and and that's okay. That's good. So I just recently had a chance to listen to Joanna Gaines' keynote speech at Alt Summit, and um, she's talked. Her subject was authenticity, and how um, if we're not authentic and we're not true to our own vision and our own um, who we are, then we're really doing ourselves and others a disservice. And so that's my third tip. Stay true to your own, to you, to your own vision and your own self. And that will, that will bring balance to your life. Okay. That is a great segue into my next tip, um, that there's just so much power in, in being yourself and not comparing your life to anyone else's. Gosh, darn. If we could just wrap our minds around this as moms, I think just, we have so much more power and more, um, acceptance of ourselves and of everyone around us that, that we're all doing the best we know how. I think that the only person who can accur- accurately give you guidance in your life is God and possibly your spouse. <laughs> sometimes they get what you're going through and sometimes they don't. And that's okay because we all have our own our own crosses to bear, our own walks in life, right? Don't give some stranger on the internet power to control your actions. Don't give a, a in-law or a sibling or a neighbor or anyone else. Don't even let yourself be influenced by how you think others' lives are going because we really don't know, Right. Um, imagine this. I've thought about this before. What if I knew that a friend of mine was comparing her life with mine and coming up short? That would break my heart (laughs) because she doesn't know how, how bad I'm failing. Right. And and I would tell her, (laughs) (laughs) but we do that to ourselves all the time with strangers on the internet and everywhere else. And even people we know, we think that we know their lives and we think, well, she can do that. Why can't I? And we all have these unique paths and we just have to keep keep forging along those paths and see the good in all of the things that we are doing and see where we need to improve and continue to continue that as well. Um, but to never, ever, ever look at someone else's life and think, well, she can do that. I should be able to, it's just, it's just your own path. Yes. Uh, that totally reminds me. I know, goodness, we ought to just have her sign us up as sponsors, but <laughs> 
we talk about Miranda and the Live Free Creative podcast all the time. And we even interviewed her a couple episodes ago. But her episode that she did on climbing out of the comparison trap, we'll link to it in the show notes. That one was like therapy for me. Seriously, I, I could listen to that one like three times in a row and still not get everything out of it. So if you're really having trouble with comparison and comparing yourself to others, man, go listen to that one. It's a good one. Okay, my bonus tip is to be present in what you're focusing on at the moment. I alluded to this earlier, but if you're trying to juggle all the balls, your focus won't be on any of them. I don't know. I've, I'm not, I can't juggle, but I've tried. <laughs> and I've been told that you can't focus on one ball. You have to kind of focus on all the balls and where they are. Is that correct? Do you juggle? Mm-hmm. Nope, but I'm assuming you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm assuming they were right because I can't juggle either. (laughs) But if you're present and focusing on what you're doing at the moment, so you're spending time with your kids or you're reading your Bible or you're working on work, if you're focusing on that, just that, it has such a higher likelihood of being successful than if you're trying to focus on all the things at one time because then part of you, part of me, my mind it works like this. It says, but I'm not getting this thing done and I'm not getting this thing done. And my focus is like divided. I'm trying to focus on all the balls at once and I, and, and I drop them or, or I'm not doing as good as I could be on the one that I'm supposed to be focusing on. Man, that is such a great tip. And I'm so glad you shared that. I um, have several posts on my blog about finding happiness as a mom, because I just think it's something that's so essential for us. And one of the tips that I share all the time is Uh, looking into your kid's eyes. So how many times have you gone through your day, just like in the hustle and bustle of every day of just being a household manager and keeping kids alive that you haven't really connected emotionally with anyone? Um, I've just been like the, yeah, like the manager and not the mom, right? Like here's food and here's this and here's, you know, just throwing things at people. And then, and I get overwhelmed and I get, and I'm not emotionally fulfilled. And then I stop and I sit down and I pull a kid on my lap and I look at them and I talk to them and I read them a story or I play a little game with them or something. And all of a sudden I get that rush of, of, you know, positive hormones and emotions and realizing what I do matters. But because I was focused on all the things and all the time, you know, and in the back of my head, I'm coming up with something for work. And, and then I'm thinking about this other thing I have to do for a church obligation. Then that friend that needs, yeah, it's just to be present and calm and consciously doing one thing at a time will revolutionize your stressful life. It, it, it just will. It will make you realize that you are doing an excellent job in the here and now. And what you do tomorrow or what you did yesterday does not matter. You're doing great right now. And then in another hour, maybe you'll do something else and you'll do your best at that. But we can't be our best at anything if we're trying to do multiple things at a time, right? Oh, such a lesson for me. <laughs> right. Right. I was just thinking of this little analogy that if I went, because I was trying to trim my baby's fingernails, earlier and two of the boys were running around playing tag. And I was thinking, okay, if I watch these boys misbehaving and I'm trying to manage their behavior while I'm trimming my baby's fingernails, I'm going to cut my baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I had to focus, like I had to completely tune tune out their little naughty game of tag that they knew they shouldn't be doing in the house. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's kind of what I'm trying to say. Well, and it takes a lot of mental discipline, right? Yeah. Sometimes when I'm doing the drudgery of motherhood, the dishes or the 
potty change, potty training or diaper changing or whatever else, I like to escape mentally, right? And I'll start dreaming about a project I want to do or something, a date I want to go on with my husband or anything to get me out of the, the mundane aspect of mopping the floor or whatever. And yet I think, and I'm not saying you can't daydream, but I think that especially when we're dealing with people or important projects, if we're not focused, uh, we do ourselves and that person a disservice, right? By not giving them our full attention. Um, and that's just, that's a struggle for me. I really, I really struggle with that. All right. And our final bonus tip is just our tagline, lower your expectations. (laughs) You're most likely doing amazing. If you kept your kids alive today, you win. You, you deserve a medal. You, you kept people alive. You deserve chocolate at least. Yeah. Yeah. Go eat some chocolate. (laughs) Bring chocolate. Oh, you <laughs> you can talk to your spouse to get an honest, unbiased feedback about what your priorities are. And if your priorities are right, then you know, it's like we talked about in our goal setting for moms episode. You're like you're on the path, you're on the journey. Um and and you were successful on that journey today because you took another step. And so like focus on that instead of, oh, I didn't reach the goal today. I'm I'm really just kind of talking to myself here. <laughs> well, yeah. I, you know, I kept I kept nine kids alive today and I got the baby's fingernails trimmed. So, hey, winning, right? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're going to wrap up with a few recommendations. Audrey, you want to share yours? Yeah. Um, I'm going to link to that Alt Summit interview with Joanna Gaines and um, the Climbing Out of the Comparison Trap episode of the Live Free Creative podcast. Yeah. And I was there for that interview with Joanna Gaines and she really is as, as cool as everybody thinks she is. I just, she was awesome. I, I never watched the show or anything, was just kind of a, a late coming fan. But once I uh, heard her speak in person, I thought this, this lady knows what she's talking about. So she, she was really cool. Uh, you want a confession? I'm a total late coming fan too, because when she was going to be the keynote speaker there, I was like, my husband said, oh yeah, she's really cool. I like her stuff. And I was like, okay, I need to go check this person out. How do you know who she is? Yeah. <laughs> And now I've been, I've totally, like I went through the fixer up, the, the, um, Magnolia blog and I went back through all the episodes of fixer up where you can look through the pictures and the befores and afters. And I just love that kind of thing. So I've been totally, um, wasting my time. Yeah. Don't tell me that I would go back and binge on all that stuff because I love that too. Oh, I have a link to those blog posts I mentioned about finding joy in motherhood. And then also I wanted to share um, the book Essentialism with you guys. So it's been really popular of late and I'm, you've probably heard of it already, but I'm finally reading it and it is mind blowing. Like my friend kept recommending it. I was like, yeah, I get it. A book that's going to tell me to focus on the essentials, uh-huh. <laughs> which it is, but it's so much more. And it really is kind of a spiritual book, helping you get back to your your roots and figure out uh, what's important and what's not and how to say no to those things that are infringing on your time and taking you away from the things that matter most. Um, in fact, I will share one thing from the book. He, in one of the first chapters, he says that the root of the word priorities was never plural. Like that the, when we first started using that word or someone came up with it, it was priority. There was only one. <laughs> That's fascinating. And now... It's morphed into priorities. We have priorities. Well, that doesn't make any sense. What's the most important? We don't know. <laughs> so that just tells you a little bit something about our our society right now, right? Yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. I, we know you're doing a great job. Forget about the balance. Throw that out the window. Be intentional. Be focused. And you're going to make it. <laughs> 
Thanks so much for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd be so grateful if you'd leave us a written review on iTunes. If you have any questions or ideas for future episodes, you can reach us at outnumberthepodcast at gmail.com and find us on Instagram at outnumberthepodcast. See you next week. Give me a second here, Bonnie. I'm sending a kid a text. My kids sound like a herd of elephants clumping around downstairs. (laughs) It's been so nice because I have this, you know, this little field trip we're taking tonight. And all day, I've been such a mean mom. I've been like, now remember, you don't want me to take away your little field trip. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. Do we have anything fun on the horizon? I will take that away. (laughs) (laughs) What a jerk. We should we should call this episode demything the motherhood balance, but debunking yeah. demi- yeah. Oh my word! <laughs> my words! <laughs> oh, I'm just gonna stop talking. <laughs>